Blog Talk Radio. Hello and welcome to Women Camp. Thank you for joining the conversation with the Women Camp community today. Women Camp is a women's empowerment community where we are motivating women to fulfill their purpose. This broadcast is designed to inspire, motivate, and encourage women of all ages, shapes, colors, and sizes. We are all women here to be courageous, anointed, mighty, and powerful. Stay tuned and join the conversation with your host, Servola, and the Women Camp Team. Welcome to Women Camp. So excited to be with you all this beautiful day. Now, I am so excited, as always, about our new series, Let's Get Ready to Launch. And I know many of you are excited about this because it allows us to be able to kind of break down some of the things that we need to do as we prepare to go forward into 2018. And we say we are launching forward, right? So when we were in school, I ran track. And when I ran track, of course, when you got on the starting lineup, they had a place where you would put your hands down, you get your feet locked into the um, the marks, and and then they would say on your mark, get set, ready, go. Or they would say, ready, set. Go. And so we've taken from that as to get us ready to launch forward into 2018. So the last two weeks have been really exciting, and we're recapping those just a little bit to kind of bring you right in, up to speed to where we are today. So last week we talked, uh, we talked about educating ourselves and establishing our systems. And this, uh, and the previous week, we talked about research that we have to research ourselves and 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 become and be you know and become aware of who we are. Build that self awareness uh, through researching yourself. And we talked about some of the the reasons why that was so important. So we've done research in the ready. We've done educating and establishing systems. And today we're going to go for and we're going to talk about access. Access and these two words are so wonderful. And as always with Women Camp, we want you guys to chime in and tell us your story and what's happening. Please go into our our website and just give us little tidbits about what's happening with you, how this broadcast is encouraging and inspiring you to do you, to be great. We're not you know, one of the things that we recognize is that we're not trying to be anyone different. We're really wanting to master who God has created us to be and master this woman that we call ourselves. So my name is Servola, and I want to be the best person that I can be for me. I don't, I'm not trying to be, you know, Rebecca, or I'm not trying to be Sally, and I'm not trying to be Susie. I fully enjoy being Servola. 
And so in being Savola, there's something unique about me. There's something different about who I am. And I'm so grateful to embrace the differences of who I am and embrace the, this woman that I am and that the difference that I have, you know, amongst all of my peers. So I hope that as you're listening to this broadcast and as you're listening to a lot of the things that we share, you'll notice that each and every one of us who share are different. And we share from our experience, we share from the different things that we've experienced in our lifetime, and we hope that these things are encouraging to you and that they call you guys to just embrace the woman that you are and recognizing that woman. So when I thought of the, the concept of launching into 2018, the biggest thing that came into mind was helping women to be thinking and planning uh, intentionally for the next year and to have a meaningful and successful new year. And I think that it's so important that we be intentional about it, that we are very not, you know, we don't have to be overly strategic about it, but just have an awareness of where you want to do, where you want to be and what you want to do. And so as we jump into the subject matter for today and recognizing that we have to have this awareness through our research and then we have to be able to recognize, based upon the research, that there are some things that we may have to educate ourselves about. We may have to, you know, get smart on some things. And, and in recognizing those things that we have to get smart on, continue to recognize that the next level where we're going to be is, hey, if I get smart on this, then I can build this person that I am. I can help her to become better. I can help her to maximize who she is. And so next, we're going to go into today, we're going to go into access and activate. Access and activate. And I tell you what, it's going to be phenomenal. It's going to be great. I'm so excited. I'm super excited to share with you along these two lines today and just to launch forward into what we have in this today because these are going to be some, some really good dynamic subjects. So if you would, Samantha, if you could, just share with us just a little bit Good morning, and happy to have you with us all the way from Colorado Springs. But if you would just share with us a little bit over the last two weeks some of the things that just stuck out to you and just rang true to you as we've been doing this broadcast on Ready, Set, Launch, and October has been our focal point on Ready. If you would, Samantha. Yes, ma'am. Good morning, everyone. It is always a blessing to be on the broadcast uh, this has been this this information and preparing us for the upcoming year. It has been absolutely phenomenal um, because it is motivational and it is getting us ready uh, to be uh, better than we were uh, the previous year. So I just thank God for the the opportunity to have this information. Uh, we talked we started off talking about research and and how doing our research into who we are personally um, and to to what it is that we want to accomplish. How it allows us to. Um, prepare for what it is that God has, has positioned us to be able to do and what he is positioning us to be able to do. Research better prepares us for the for the end goal that, that God has in mind for us. Um, and one of the things that um, I got from research was how we should uh, – research allows us to, to, to examine who we are. It allows us to test it, – it, and research tests us at our core. Um, it, is the, it is the testing that brings forth the truth, and that's one of the things that I got from it. And also how our uh, – just it, looking at how our spouses um, – 
are a part of that research and, and, and learning who we are and, and how amazing that is, how we can look at a person that is our total opposite, yet uh, there's a there's a positioning that God has, has done in putting us together that allows us to grow and become uh, even greater in, in, in our calling, in our in our destiny, in our in our careers, whatever the position may be, and I, I thought that was powerful as well. And we also talked about educating ourselves and and how education allows my gift to make room for me. Education is is observation. It's it's that that part of of wanting to research and wanting to uh, learn more about what it is that, that I've been called to do so that I'm better prepared to do what it is that, that, that I say that my heart desires. So when I, when I really have a desire in my heart, I educate myself on what it is that I, wanted to, that I want to do. If I want to start a business, then the best thing for me to do is to not only educate myself from a book knowledge, but also seek out those mentors who've already done and who are already successful in, in what it is that I want to accomplish so that I'm able to avoid certain pitfalls and also uh, reach certain plateaus at a, at a faster level or faster speed. So um, the, the things that we've had the opportunity to discuss and to learn thus far have been phenomenal. Wow. So today we're going into and we're beginning our discussion talking about access. And access is to evaluate or estimate the nature, ability, quality of, gauge, appraise, consider, or reflect. And I like accessing, uh, assessing ourselves because I think that a lot of times we don't look at, we don't gauge ourselves. We don't appraise ourselves or we don't evaluate how we could have responded better in certain situations. And it's not that we've been horrible in those things, but, you know, there's a book called, you know, Good is the Enemy of Great. And if we stop at this is just enough and we don't get to that this could be better um, or that we could, how could we do um, to perform at a greater level to build an easier way of doing something, then we settle for, oh, just the mundane of this is just how it's going to be, this is just how it's going to happen, and we don't push ourselves forward. So when we assess ourselves, it gives us the opportunity to evaluate and to say, okay, I did it this way, and now maybe if I tweak it this way or that way, then maybe things will allow us to be able to move smoother. And Ram Shanaki said that to assess yourself, you will find, assess yourself and you will find answers to all the questions related to you. And I love that. I listen to different things um, from different, I've read different books. And Samantha, you can chime in on this. When you take that time to reflect and assess yourself, I mean, and this is not for the perspective of being super critical of yourself or, or saying that, you know, putting yourself down, this is not that. These are that. Assessing yourself is not that thought. Assessing yourself is saying, is looking at what you did, how you did it, reflecting on maybe what you could do more of, maybe what you want to scale back. But it is a balanced view of yourself. It's a balanced evaluation. And a lot of times when I look at it, I look at it from a perspective of, you know, when you're working a job, and some of us um, are working now, and so when you go up for any review or someone gives you an evaluation of your work and they say, hey, you've done a good job, um, or they'll say, hey, I would have maybe done this a little bit, you know, more more of this or less of that. 
that helps you to be able to, by assessing, having that assessment, it helps you to be able to do a better job the next time. And so when we're looking at it, you know, assessing ourselves and taking that time to reflect is a major, a major role player in us being able to prepare ourselves for where we want to be. You know, looking at, hey, how did I, you know, when I, when I started out to do this before, and, and I do a lot of reflecting with Women Camp, and, and Samantha, I'm just, I'm excited, as you can tell, so I'm going on and on and on. But let me let you chime in on this, um, assess before I really start diving in because I can go, you know, on and on. <laughs> so if you would just share with us how, it, you know, when you take that time to reflect and what, is, you know, what does that mean to you? When I take the time to reflect and, and just truly look at myself as far as, as, as any, uh, when it comes to any goal that I'm trying to accomplish, when I look at it, when I assess what's going on, I, I look at it from a from a holistic perspective. I look at it from the perspective of, okay, how is this helping me from, from the perspective of, of me personally, of, of my womanhood, of, of the goals that I'm trying to accomplish uh, personally? How is this affecting my family as a whole? How is this, how is this, um, will this in any way um, help me to be a better wife, a better mother? Uh, does, it, does it touch in that area in any way? Um, or is it taking too much from my family? Is it, is it uh, am I giving too much to, to them and not enough to myself? Um, accessing myself allows me to look at it from the perspective of, of every, every area in my life um, as a teacher, as a, as a preacher, as a, as a wife, as a mother, as a, you know, all of these different hats that we wear. Whenever we're doing something, we have to look at the fact that, okay, this does, this does touch other areas of my life. Is it making me better or is this causing me to begin to drop the ball in other areas? And so when we do that assessment of ourselves, we can't be afraid of what it is that, that we learn in the process um, because we want to make sure that, that the, the information that we're gathering, that it's for a purpose, and that purpose is to make us better. And so when we look at assessing our, our, um, the different things that we're touching upon or the different – when we look at assessing the, the, the different um, – the area that we're in, we want to make sure that we are looking at it. You said something about it's not a negative thing. We want to look at it from a positive perspective because it's simply helping us to grow. You know, I I I, um, I recently became a part of the John Maxwell team, and a lot of the things that we talk about and that we push for is growing. And he has he wrote a book on the 15 immutable laws or the 15 laws of growth, and recognizing that there are areas in our lives where we have to continue to grow. If we stop growing, then we stop uh, we stop living. Living is a part of growing. When you see the plant and you plant it into the ground, and the, the reason why we say that it is what it is because it grows and it doesn't stop. It cycles through, you know, the, 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 the plant, the fruit produces some form of a seed. That seed is what replanted back into the ground, and then the grow, growing cycle starts over and over and over. And the tree, once it's mature, it every year it generates and it bears fruit. Uh, you know, after its own kind every year, it's continuing to grow, it's continuing to mature. And it doesn't, you know, the same tree that you may have started out with may have been this small little tree. And when I think of, of trees, I'm thinking, you know, I live in Florida, so I'm thinking of citrus trees. 
It may have started with this small little tree, and then it just every year it grows more and more and more, and it becomes this sturdy, firm, you know, deeply rooted orange tree or lemon tree or grapefruit tree, whatever it be. But the person who's growing that is assessing and looking at how it's growing and looking at if they apply this, you know, too much fertilizer here, too much water there, or maybe they can make a tweak here and there in order to make it the best quality of what it is, the best quality of fruit coming from the tree. And I want to talk about that for the minute. How can you and how can we as women in our lives grow ourselves and assess ourselves so that we can ensure that we are the best quality of who we are, that we're putting forth into the world and that we're sowing into our families, into our friends, into our loved ones, even into ourselves, the best quality of who we are. It's not about being, you know, taking on this this prideful attitude or being arrogant, but it is about saying, looking at yourself and assessing your worth and assessing your value and recognizing the life that you know that God intended for you to live and making sure that you track everything through to get to that place. And part of that is the quality of what you allow into your life the quality of what you bring out of your life. And, you know, Bishop uh, always says, you know, your association determines your destination. And part of quality is the things that you associate with, what you feed yourself, what you educate yourself with. And we talked a lot about that last week, recognizing what speaks to you, how you learn, how you mature. That's so important in us assessing ourselves and understanding. You know, Lamentations 3 and 40 says that to let us search and try our ways and turn again to the Lord. And I like this because it's saying, hey, you got to search out yourself. you got to try your ways. you got to try, okay, if you think that you should do it this way, maybe, maybe tweak it a little bit. Maybe try and see if that's going to work. If that doesn't give you the result you're looking for, then maybe you need to adjust it. And sometimes, I know a lot of times, you know, Samantha, this is one of those things where, where it gets a little temperamental, but sometimes the things that we need to change are are not the things that we want to change because a lot of times if we're not getting the response that we want, maybe it's because of the message that we're sending. And I think think that that is something that we don't tend to look at as women. You know, we want – we're emotional beings, and we want people to respond to us in a certain way, but maybe they're responding the way that they're responding because of the message that we're sending. What do you think about that, Samantha? I think that's that's absolutely powerful. Maybe we're not getting the message we want, uh, or maybe we're not getting the response we want because of the message that we're sending. And when you when we examine that uh, process, we we have to understand that a lot of times we fail to to research. Going back to research, we fail to research the audience in which we're speaking to, and so we're giving them messages or we're giving them responses but it's not conducive or it's not it's not um it's, yes it's not conducive to the the audience that we're speaking to and so we fail to miss the mark and then we get upset because they're not receiving what it is that we're saying but it doesn't apply to them and so when we begin to uh research the the group the 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 goals the the 
desires, the business, whatever, that we're trying to obtain, when we begin to research it, then we begin to say, okay, does this information that I, ha- that I have apply to this particular situation? Am I applying the wisdom and the knowledge I have in the right area? And I think that becomes more important. Um, even as you were talking about the, the trees, um, one of the things I thought about is that when my children were younger and we had to do science fair projects and we were researching different things, and, and one of the things that, that we um, – one of the research projects that we saw was based on a plant, and someone had done a research project or a science fair project on a, a plant, and what everything else was common, all things were common, except each day the person that was doing the science fair project would go into the room with one of the plants, and they would speak kind words to it. They would speak encouraging words to it. And, and the other plant, they would go into the room, and they would say mean things to that particular plant. When we're talking about assessing ourselves, what are we telling ourselves? When we begin to do the research, when we begin to, to, to put ourselves in the position of being tested or examining, what are we telling ourselves? What are we saying to ourselves? Are we speaking things to ourselves, to our, to our goals, to our destiny that produces life, that produces growth? Are we speaking things to our destiny that is stunting our very own growth? Are we doing this to ourselves? Are we speaking things that are causing our very own goals? to die because we're not uh, we're not speaking the right things to our goals. Oh, now, uh, Samantha, you already know that right there will preach. What are you saying to yourself? Whatever you say to yourself is what you're bringing forward out of your life. If you don't like the life that you have, you have to start with you. You can't start with everyone around you. You have to start with yourself. And I love that. I, I'm going to take that note. I'm going to apply it to a message or something. I'm going to roll it out into one of my talks. What are you saying to yourself? That's so important because what we say to ourselves, it becomes active in ourselves. It becomes, it, it's that, that, that becomes activated in us. And that's how we get into that activation piece of it. And, Doc, I'm going to let you chime in on this with us as we've been talking about assessing ourselves and recognizing and reflecting on who we are. And Samantha just dropped the bomb on us and said, what are you saying to yourself? Think about it. Are, are you speaking the right things over yourself, over your life? We're not telling you to go out there and fake the funk, but what we are saying is are you speaking to the person that you want to be or are you settling for the person that you say you don't want? Doc, if you would well, comment on that. I, I, I was listening to that comment, and it, it is so true because, you know, we, you know, the Bible talks about the words that, that come forth from our mouth. And one of the scriptures says that thou art snared by the words of your mouth. In other words, you take captive, you are taken captive by whatever you say, whatever you speak. So we have to be careful with what we speak. We have to be careful with the words that come forth from our mouth. Sometimes we're caught in different situations and, and the circumstances may be, you know, not to our advantage. But if we speak the right word, then things can work out for our good. So it, 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 it's a must for us to, to always, you know, take, a, take a, 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 a complete look within our lives and make sure that we are governing ourselves accordingly. And, 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 and you know, words are powerful. Words are strength. Words form. They create. They are creative substance. In other words, when you speak something, it, 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 it goes out into the atmosphere and begins to conform. So you have to definitely speak the words of life. You know, uh, uh, I, I have been instructed and taught 
through the through the word of God and, and, and by my leader. And so many times the words come forth from him is you got to be careful what you say. You have to watch what you say. You have to watch what you speak. You have to watch with your actions. I, I heard a little bit about, you know, how you're displaying yourself, and, 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 and you have to watch how you present what you're trying to get across to people because if you present it the wrong way, guess what? The, the shields are going to go up automatically. People are going to respond in a defensive manner because they feel as if you, you know, you're coming off to them kind of, you know, forceful or you're coming off in the wrong way. So you have to, you know, take thought to what you're saying. Take thought to what you're doing. And all of this comes from us governing and, 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 and taking an understanding of who we are and who we're supposed to be. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, the words that we speak, they basically come stem from the thoughts that we have about ourselves. So if you really want to change the words that you speak, you've got to change the way you think about yourself. And you have to challenge yourself to think positive thoughts and to, to have positive thoughts about yourself. And I thought that it was interesting, Samantha, that you brought up the science project and and, and that assessment of how the, the tree how the plant, I'm sorry, was growing, and one, the difference was that one was spoken negatively to, and the other difference was that the other one was spoken positively to. And that was the only difference. They were saying they were watered in the same climate. They were received the same amount of sunlight. They received the same amount of everything except for the words that were spoken. And so, Samantha, tell us what the difference was in that project. What was the difference between the two plants? Well, the end result of what what um, that particular person saw was that when they spoke, when they spoke uh, encouraging things, when they spoke the the can do mentality, I can do all things through Jesus Christ and strengthens me, who strengthens me. When they spoke that those type of things into the the plant, that they saw growth in that particular plant. Um, the the it was a student, and so they would take the other plant into the room. You know, they would go into the room and speak separate things, and so they didn't want their mom to hear them saying negative things to the other plant. And so they would <laughs> they would go in and they would uh they would they would say things like you know you're no good you're not going to make it they they would speak um those negative things to that to the other plant and that plant um its growth was done it, it didn't produce it it started to die it started to wither up and die and like you said everything else was common it was planted in the same type of soil the fertilizer was the same the seeds were the same the watering uh the daily watering was the same yet the words that were spoken were different and i thought about that prophetess Savola because through each stage of our lives we go through uh we go through assessing ourselves whether we're we're children or we're adults we go through not only assessing ourselves, but we get to a point where others begin to assess us as well. Um, on our jobs, we have evaluations or observations or whatever the case may be. And we find that um, on our jobs, we have our, our bosses that come in and they, they, they evaluate us. They assess us. And in that, they tell us the good things that we're doing, but they also tell us the things that we can improve upon. The, the, the problem that I've seen and that I'm seeing even more as the years go on is that so many people have a problem with they, they love the, the upliftment they can take, you know, when, when things are said good about them. But when it comes to the, um, the evaluation part of what you can do better, it's the constructive criticism that will cause them to falter and fall away. 
making when we talk about when we're looking at ready from the the steps that we've gone over so far the research i can do that the education i've got that but the assess the assessing Assessing is, is the, the root word to assessment, which means that there is a testing that takes place on the research and the education that I've done. And so when I look at it from that perspective, what I see is that can I really handle the test? Of course I'm supposed to be tested on what I've researched. Of course I'm supposed to be tested on what I've educated myself in. Now am I able to withstand the testing? Because God has equipped me to be able to withstand it. That's why he took me through the processes of researching and education before the test ever came. And when we look at it scripturally from the, the standpoint of David, David, before he ever got to the point of testing, he, had the, he, he was prepared for the test. He fought the lions and the bear. He'd done all of that. He was ready for the test that he was about to go through. And even through the, the, the process of pressure, even though there were times when he wanted to relent, he did not because he had so much on the inside of him that equipped him for the test. When we look at it and we apply it to our, our everyday lives, we have to understand that the research and the education that we've acquired have, have equipped us to be able to withstand um, or to be able to, to absolutely take um, uplifting and, and, and the, the, the comments that would say that we're doing a great job. But what about those areas where they say we can improve? Are we ready for that? Can we take that? And so many people fall away because they cannot withstand um, a part of them that still needs improvement. And that's where we've got to begin to build up our strength, to know that just because someone says this is an area that you can still improve in, it doesn't mean that you're, 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 you're not good enough. It means that that's still an area that I can be better in, and I'm going to do it. I'm ready to do it. I'm equipped for <laughs> Wow. You know, Samantha, you brought up a really good point. And when we receive that constructive feedback, when we receive those responses back that says, hey, um, you could do more of this or you could do less of that or I maybe try a different approach with this, we have to start, you know, I want to talk, I want us to talk a little bit about how to handle that feedback because I think that many times we struggle with how we're supposed to receive it because even as emotional beings as women, we take offense to hearing someone tell us how, you know, how, ways that we could make some improvements. And we look at it as a negative, as you said, instead of saying on the positive side of it. So in looking at the positive side, how, how can we as women handle receiving that feedback and keep it on the positive? And I would like to kick it off by saying, You've got to start with recognizing the intentions of the person who's speaking to you, recognizing that their intent is to help and not to hinder. Their intent is to help and not to hurt. Even if you have to say in your mind, they are trying to help me, not hurt me. They're trying to help me and not hurt me so that your emotions can settle down and all the walls that you filled up real quick and fast can just be at peace, everything around you can be at peace, and your, your muscles and everything can just loosen up so your body doesn't start tightening and, and getting so tight and engaged thinking you got to go into fight or flight mode. Just recognize, just breathe, take a breath, and, and take that cleansing breath and say to yourself, 
They're not trying to hurt me. They're trying to help me. Do I want to be better? And quite frankly, we know that the answer is typically yes. And so if if we say we're, you know, if you ever recognize that you're getting to the place to where you're starting trying to compare that person and their qualifications and who do they think they are, you're automatically, you've gone down the road that you think that the person is trying to help or hinder you, hurt you, or harm you from getting to the place to where you need to be. So you have to flip the script in your mind and allow your mind to be activated on the positive instead of the negative. The negative leads you to inactivity. The positive leads you to the activity, the activeness of your life. Do you want to be inactive or active? Do you want to be stagnant or growing? You have to make the decision. And it's, I'm not saying this because it's easy, because it's not easy. It's not easy to, to kind of let someone share something with you that sends that trigger to you that says, that makes you feel like you're someone you're not. And, and one of the ways that I've used within myself is to say, I recognize this person is not trying to hurt me. They're trying to help me. I may not like the words that they're saying, but let me stay engaged so that I can hear everything that they're saying before I, you know, to be judge, jury, and executioner of this conversation. So, Samantha and Doc, Doc, I'm going to let you chime in on this first. How do you handle or how do you handle feedback that, you know, that challenges you in a way that you know is for you, but part of you is like you want to run for the hills, you want to get the heck out of Dodge because it makes you feel so completely uncomfortable. How do you handle that? Give us some tips on how we can handle that. Well, the best way that I, I can, I can, the best advice that I can give with that is that we have to, you know, learn to, to you know, weigh, you know, the words that come forth, whether it's the words that we're speaking or the words that someone else has spoken to us or even words that we've received or heard concerning maybe the same issue or the same circumstance before. We have to weigh those words in a positive manner. We have to take those words and, and dissect them. You know, uh, uh, it's, it's important for us to really you know, see ourselves better and see that, you know, people that are giving us advice, that they're not trying to, you know, give us advice to, to put us down or to, to downgrade us or to defeat us or to, you know, cause us to be, you know, uh, 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 enslaved to them or, in, you know, or uh, anything of that uh, uh, manner. But what we have to do is when, we, when words come forth, when even the words that we speak forth out of our mouths, they are power, they are strength, they are, 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 are creative forces, as I spoke of earlier. So when we say things, we have to say it with the right intention. You know, I might be upset about something that's happening, but when I go forth to speak, you know, I'm going to speak in a pleasant manner because I don't want that individual that I'm speaking to to come back at me, you know, in that, that, that manner, you know, in a negative manner. So we're trying, if you, especially when you're trying to calm a situation down, or you're trying to calm, you know, to, uh, 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 get control over something. It's how you present it. It's how you say it. You know, me and my husband, we always, you know, uh, 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 talking with one another, and sometimes, you know, it's the words that we say to one another that determines, you know, what type of response we get. And it's funny because now we're starting even more so 
you know, in our in our you know years of marriage, uh, of, of of being careful with what we say because we we know those were trigger words. You know, those were words that was a no no. Those were words that set up a fire. If you wanted an argument, if you wanted something to be, you know, somebody to come back with a sharp tongue or a sharp word, it was certain little words you knew to say that would set that right off. And then there it goes. It would stir up something that would cause, you know, maybe days, you know, before you could get, you know, back, you know, in a harmony or peace with your surroundings. So we have to be careful with those words that we speak. We have to say, you know, and do things and present ourselves in a manner that we're not trying to destroy anyone or we're not trying to, uh, 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 you know, rule over anyone. But we're trying to, you know, build and strengthen and encourage. So, uh, you know, there's a, 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 a saying that says, you know, those you encourage, encourage you. So when you want, you know, whether it's, it's a bad thing or whatever, you it's how you encourage it. It's how you present it. It's how you lay it out. It's how you, you know, uh, uh, speak those words that's going to weigh in on the situation but change it at the same time. Wow. You know, Galatians 6 and 4 says, but each one must carefully scrutinize his own work, examining his actions, attitudes, and behavior. Then he can have the personal satisfaction and enjoy of doing something commendable without comparing himself to another. So it's very important, even as you were talking, Doc, that we refrain from comparing ourselves to someone else and in order to determine how we're going to respond. So, Samantha, I'm going to let you try uh, time back in on this about that constructive feedback and what are some tips that you can provide to the ladies who are listening today and to our audience today to help them to be able to handle receiving that feedback that says maybe you can in, improve or maybe trying it a different way or, or these are some areas where I see that you can grow in. How, how can we receive that without the offense? You know, I, I was uh, reflecting on, on what uh, you and, and Pastor were saying, um, recognizing the intention of the person speaking to me. I think that's powerful um, because when I recognize the intention of the person, and that's where uh, discernment be- becomes so very important and vital in our lives, when I recognize the intentions, then I'm able to uh, either know that I should, as my, my aunt taught me, you chew the meat and spit out the bones, uh, are, is this something that I do need to take with me, or was that something that just it wasn't really for me? Um, and when I recognize that that this person is they're trying to help me and not hurt me, I think that was powerful as well. Um, it, it becomes a mindset um, when I when I can recognize that the person is trying to help me and not hurt me. And one of the things I think when I, when I just said it becomes a mindset is that it goes back even to our childhood and the way that we. Uh, we were taught the way that we, when I say we were taught, the things that were spoken to us um, and the way that we learned to receive them. Was it really encouraging me and pushing me forward or was it something that was just negative like that plant trying to uh, stop my growth? But when I when I recognize that whether it's constructive criticism or whether the, the feedback is all positive, when I look at it all from the perspective of no matter what is said to me, it's all going to produce growth in me. Then I'm able to take it and and even look at even the harshest of things and say, okay, what can I take from this that's going to allow me to grow? Um, I think the mindset has to be no matter what comes my way, 
this assessment is going to allow me to grow. It's going to get me to, the, to, to my end goal. It's going to help me reach my destiny. It's producing something greater in me. And when I look at it from that perspective, I'm able to see how even what may come off as the harshest of things is, is, is producing growth in me. It's amazing how when God takes us through the test, you know, the test doesn't always feel good. Um, the, the things that, that we learn in the process of it, it doesn't always feel good, but yet it produced something far greater in me than I ever realized was there. Um, it produced in me the ability to forgive when I didn't think I could ever forgive somebody of, of, of such things. It produced in me the ability to love when I didn't know that I could love beyond, you know, this point in my life. It produced in me the ability to, to know when to apply wisdom and, and the knowledge that I have when I didn't know that that was even in me. I didn't know that I had hid that word in my heart, but when I needed it, it came forth. Um, it's the test. The assessment, the assessing produces a growth in us. And when we begin to look at it from that perspective, that nothing is going to stop me, this is all just a stepping stone. It's all a growth point for me. When I look at it from that perspective, I'm able to take the good and the bad and say it's all working for me. Wow, that's, that's good because even as you and Doc were talking, I thought about the times when even there are times when I've received only positive feedback, and I immediately turned around and said, okay, thank you so much for sharing that with me. What are some areas that you believe I can improve upon? Because if you have a growth mentality, if you have a growth attitude, if, you, if you're constantly assessing yourself and you want to activate yourself to keep growing, keep moving forward, you want to turn on that switch, you want to keep yourself in that momentum of moving in the positive direction in your life, whatever goal that is that you've established, you have to be willing to ask that difficult question, what is the area where I can make some improvements? And then let someone provide you that honest feedback. And one of the things that I want to talk about really briefly, and and I kind of hit on it a little bit earlier, is guarding yourself, you know, against the associations that cause you to minimize your thinking into the tit-tat, you know, tit-for-tat mentality. You know, we have to guard ourselves. You know, when we share our our experiences with others and people intend to, you know, to do us well and they have good intentions, but if they bring, if they cause us to minimize our thinking to the point to where we're doing tit for tat, well, they didn't, um, they could have did that better and they could have did this. So we're minimizing the feedback that we receive and we get into this tit for tat mentality versus continuing to grow and continue to allow the quality to come into our lives, then we begin to downgrade ourselves, and, and not from a perspective of status in, in a means, but in our our thinking process begins to get um, diminished on the area of growth that was just expressed to us. And so we have to be careful with that. We have to guard against that. You know, people have good intentions, but also be able to place that. You got to keep everything in balance and, and recognize that, yes, there are some areas where you can grow, there's some areas where you need to move forward, but you don't want to start minimizing the other person who provided you the feedback so that you can feel better. No, if you have an established thought bank, meaning that you've, you've put a lot of positive thought, you put a lot of um, growth, 
growing uh, seeds in the ground. And so your brain and your mind and your thoughts and your emotions recognize that you're growing. You're growing to be the next, the best person you want to be. Or if you're uh, wanting to establish a business, you're growing. These goals are established so you can establish a business. And, and one of the things that we've got to be, we've got to be clear on. If you've, if you've never done something and you've asked someone for advice or you've asked someone to provide you feedback because they've done it, you've got to trust their, what they know. You've got to trust what the other person knows. And I think that's an area where if we are not careful, we can allow our pride to kick in and we'll say, well, they don't know what they think they know. You've got to know that about yourself. You've got to know that how you receive information and how you can perceive the other person's value or worth will will determine how you're going to activate that information and begin to work on it and see it happen in your life, or how you're going to turn off the off switch and be like, they don't know what they're talking about. So those are some areas we gotta we gotta guard against ourselves, but we also I mean I'm sorry we have to guard against others, but we also have to guard against ourselves. That part of us that says I don't want to receive anything that anybody else has to say because I know it all, and we all have it at some place in our lives. So if you're saying that you want to learn something new, if you're saying that you're stepping out into some new territory that you've never been in before, then how do you know? How are you the expert? And that's when we assess ourselves, that's when we ask ourselves those tough questions. How do I how do I really know this? If I've never done it before, then how how am I gonna tell this person that what they're saying isn't correct? Is it true? How am I going to turn it, do the off switch within myself? And then you got to go research why did you even get to that place to where you felt that you can just turn off what that person said and just dismiss it instead of taking it as valuable feedback. So if you're noticing a trend here, when you begin to uncover something new about yourself, you kind of have to go back and, and research and, and, and analyze where did that come from? so that you can go back and educate yourself and build yourself back up and store up your bank again and refortify that area and, and then get to the place to where you can start moving out, out on it and activating and moving to the next level. So, ladies, we have a few more minutes left in the broadcast today. This has been, this has been wonderful. So I want to encourage those of you who are listening, please be sure that you share this with a lady that you know needs it because they're getting ready to launch into 2018 and they need to have this 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 push, this kick in the butt, this, you know, get off of your, your do-nothing horse and let's get ready to do something strong and big, you know, and, and, and every that's all based upon the type of person that you are. You know, push this out to someone. Let them know, hey, you've got somebody that's walking hand-in-hand hand with you that's been there, and they're telling you, allow yourself to reflect, allow yourself to evaluate, and allow yourself to receive the feedback from other people as they're helping you to move to the next level of your life where you have not been, but you desire to be. So, Samantha, I'm going to go to you, then to you, Doc, to give us some, some closing remarks as we get ready to come off of the broadcast today. Amen. This, is, this has been powerful. One of the things that I would say um, as we're closing is don't be afraid of the, the assessment. Don't be afraid to do assess, to self-assess yourself because it allow, and don't be intimidated by it because it allows you to know so much more about yourself. Um, look at the assessment as an, as an invaluable tool 
tool that will improve your situation, whatever that is. It's going to improve you in your business arena. It's going to improve you in motherhood. It's going to improve you uh, as a wife. It's going to improve in every area of your life that you're willing to allow the assessment to take place. So don't be intimidated by the assessment, but be confident in the the research that you've done. Be confident in the, the education that you've obtained concerning the situation and go forth in the grace of God, knowing that you can do all things through Jesus Christ who strengthens you. Amen. Amen. That's so true. That is so true. And I just want to tag on to that to, to add on that, remember that you know that your life you know is you go you grow and we go from one level to the next level and as we grow from these levels then we can see ourselves being developed and formed and into you know these mature powerful strong men and women of God so remember to speak words of life to yourself remember to speak kind words to yourself words that's going to build you up words that's going to strengthen you you know you, you feed your body. Spiritual good words, and when you speak it, feed your body spiritual good words, the powerful words, encouraging words, then guess what comes forth out of you? It's not what goes in the man that defiles the man, but it's what comes out of the man that defiles it. So speak good words to yourself, and those good words will come forth unto others. Wow, ladies, thank you so much for chiming into the broadcast today. If I were to leave anything with you, I would say the place of improvement is not a place of failure, but it's truly a place for all of us to launch forward from. So as we get ready to launch, recognize that place of improvement in your life is a place that you are in the right position to launch. You are in the right position. You know, we're checking, we're doing the systems check right now, and we're assessing and we're t- tweaking everything so that as we get ready to take take off, we, we've got everything in the place where it needs to be in order to get to that place. So encourage your friend, encourage your sister, and as we get ready to chime off, I want you to share this with someone, letting them know that this is their season to assess themselves and be activated into the woman that they know that they should be in this season and this timing. Thank you so much for joining us today. Look forward to seeing you guys next week with us on the broadcast as we continue this discussion on let's get ready to launch. Ready, set, go here on Women Camp. And I'm so excited. I love you guys so much, and thank you for being with us today. We love you. Thank you for joining the conversation with us today. We want to hear from you, so go to our website at www.women-camp.com and share your comments with us and gain more information on the Women Camp community and upcoming events. As always, thank you for tuning in today. We wish you well and have a wonderful day.